Welcome back to the Focus on Agriculture podcast. I'm your host, Preston. And I'm Jason. Jason, are you snowed in like I am? Yeah. Well, we were able to dig out today. It's been yeah, a couple days of pretty uh, nasty weather here. A uh, little February bonus, I guess, after the pretty mild winter that we had so far. Yeah, it's uh, so we're early February at the time of recording, 2022, and uh, we've got, yeah, five foot drifts in front of our driveway right now. So that's my after recording task is to dig, dig my wife out of the driveway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I had some of the boys uh, get started on that job, so I, I delegated a little bit. It's nice to have kids that are old enough to take over some of those responsibilities. My three-year-old didn't get very far. I gave her a shovel. And... <laughs> well, hey, let's uh, jump into the, the podcast today. It's a little bit different than our normal, having a you know professional guest on. Instead, we're going to interview each other uh, regarding some interesting research we had conducted back in 2021. Yeah, we get kind of a lot of questions from people over the years about what do we do? What kind of research are we working on? And I think we discussed this and we thought it'd be a great opportunity to share some of the stuff we've learned. We get to participate in some really exciting research and I think it's a, it's a good opportunity to be able to bring it to some of our listeners. Yeah, absolutely, Jason. So, you know, most of our listeners are farmers. There's also some, some consumer listeners out there who maybe don't understand the dynamics of farming. Farming is a very time sensitive effort and endeavor. Can you speak a little bit to, you know, kind of the balance in the spring and speak to the rush that farmers have to deal with? Farmers absolutely have a lot of work to do in the spring. Once the weather starts warming up and the soil starts getting fit, they have, you know, some of them have many acres to plant. Maybe they just have one planter and it can really take some time. And so obviously if they can start planting earlier, um, that's always a benefit. And I think uh, one thing that's really kind of started to happen over the past few years is that farmers have been planting their soybeans earlier than ever before. So, you know, typically, traditionally, farmers used to say, well, we can start planting corn on April 15th. And then, you know, basically when they get done with their corn, they'd start planting soybeans. And that narrative has really flipped over the past decade or so. That's interesting. So has it kind of always been the standard that corn was planted before soybeans then, like going back to, you know, the current world we live in of production ag in the Midwest, at least? Yeah, for sure. It, you know, I, I think if, if most of the farmers that are farming today, um, even when they started, you know, I, I mentioned 10 years ago, they absolutely were planting their corn first. And there's really been a big change over the last 10 years. And really the reason we have this conversation about planting soybeans early is the widespread adoption of quality seed treatments. So those seed treatments have fungicide in them, uh, insecticides, other products that help the soybean seeds really be able to withstand those conditions that poor soil conditions that we find early in the growing season. So the soil's cold, the seeds will take some time to germinate. We've even had some experience where it's taken up to 50 days for seeds to come out of the ground. And that's a really long time for a seed to sit in the ground and withstand cold stress, moisture stress, disease, insects, although the insects are probably a little bit less active at that time of the growing season. But now, there's all kinds of stuff sitting there in the ground that just loves to munch on those seeds. And so they really need a good protection. And, and about 10 years ago, farmers started adopting seed treatments on their soybeans. They had adopted this on corn years before, as you know, Preston. Uh, but it really is something that uh, has enabled this conversation. And so as this is planting date has moved earlier and earlier, uh, we've really seen the benefits and it's kind of picked up momentum. That's really interesting. So how long have you been 
you know, conducting experiments on these early planting trials. Yeah, so for me, Preston, as, as some of the listeners probably know, but you know, I worked in soybean breeding for about 10 years before coming into my current position where we do ag research. And so we were developing soybean varieties. Um, and this was back before anyone was even really talking about planting soybeans early. And we always planted them probably a week earlier, at least than anybody else. And the main reason was that for that was we were focused on soybeans. We weren't planting corn at all. And so we were only only growing soybeans, and therefore we would be out there earlier than anybody else putting those soybeans in the ground, really because we didn't have anything else to plant at that time. And so really that gave me a, a really strong comfort level with planting those soybeans early um, when a lot of people maybe didn't have that, that comfort level. Um, there were some growers experimenting, maybe starting to experiment about 10 years ago, but this, this would have been kind of in that same time frame. And then as I came into my current role and really the conversation about soybeans being planted early was picking up, uh, I wanted to get involved in a little bit more research and understanding what it is about early planting that is beneficial. You know, does it impact the yield positively? What are the risks to growers when they plant early? And so over the past five years, we've really gotten earlier and earlier to where planting soybeans at the beginning of April, even in March, the last couple of years. So does planting soybeans impact yield for the better or for the worse? Yeah. So I think most growers have found that it does. Um, you have your highest chance for your best yield potential planting early. And if we, if we look at some graphs of what we, you know, we, we plot out the, the maximum yield for a location in a year, and then we can compare across years, um, what we really see is kind of a, a triangle shape where we really have, if, from, from about April 7th on uh, till the end of April, we have a, about a 90 to 100% chance of having our maximum yield for the year and for the location. So we're, we're going to be real near the top yield that we're going to get. As we go into May, we still can see that maximum yield. It's possible. But we also have a much greater chance of having 80% of our maximum yield. And so as we, you know, then get into June, we get down to, you know, 60 to 95%, say, chance of our maximum yield. So it really, um, you know, I think a lot of growers, when they, people started talking about planting soybeans early, they thought, hey, if I plant my soybeans early in April, I'm going to set record yields. I'm going to have 100 bushel yields on my soybeans. And really, that doesn't necessarily hold true. You don't necessarily see a huge yield advantage from planting in early April. Um, but if the con soil conditions are good, you really set yourself up for, for your maximum yield. So, you know, if you're in a place where you expect a 75 bushel yield is, is, a, is a good yield. Planting in early April, you should get 75 to 80 bushels in most situations. Whereas, you know, as you get into June and into, uh, well, into May and into June, you're going to see it, you know, as, as 70, 65, 60, you know, it's going to kind of drop off as you get later in the year. What we found is if, if you plant in April compared to May, May 1st, you've already lost about 4% of your yield potential. So if you're in a 70 bushel area, that's about three bushels and you can do some quick math. I think soybeans are over $15 currently. So that's $45 an acre. You know, multiply that times a thousand acres. You're, you're actually talking some serious money. And really we're not the only ones that have found this information. This, you know, the University of Illinois does the same research. They don't plant quite as early as we do, but they start planting around the middle of April. And they found that you lose about a half a bushel a day after April 24th 
um, a pretty linear drop. So a bushel every couple of days is, is pretty significant. So what's the why, I guess, behind that yield increase early? Why, what about soybeans makes them, is it environment? Is it soybean physiology? That's a, that's a good question, Preston. So the, the name of the game is creating nodes. So as a soybean plant grows, um, as you know, it creates nodes. And so it puts on a node where there's some leaves and there's also a potting site every time there's a node. And so there's that node production is really not very dependent on weather. It's really dependent on how long that plant is growing. So, you know, during the, the growing season, when the plant's growing good, you put on a new node about every three to four days. And so each time you have a node, you're going to have flowers at that site. You're going to have pods at that site. And so it's about getting as many nodes as you can before that plant starts flowering. So when we plant in early April, we might get eight to 10 nodes before that plant starts flowering. Um, whereas if we plant in the middle of May, we might only have five nodes before that plant starts flowering. So we really see that, you know, we set up that foundation for yield potential. There's other things that have to happen throughout the year, obviously, for that plant to really reach its full potential. I mean, we have to treat that plant well, you know, protect it with a fungicide in some cases, or, you know, there's a lot of things we can do, but you have to have the foundation. It's kind of like building a house. If you don't have a good foundation, you can build the nicest house on top of that and you really don't have much. That makes perfect sense. So Jason, to kind of play devil's advocate here. So I think about soy, young soybeans, you know, emerging, I think of fairly high risk profile, especially when you compare it to, you know, young corn seedlings coming out of the ground. Uh, what's your answer to like farmer's questions regarding frost risk early spring? Yeah, that's another good question. Another question that comes up a lot of times when we have these discussions, because as everybody knows, early in the growing season, the, the growing point of corn is below the ground. So if you get frost and it kills off the above ground part of the corn, that corn is going to come back and, and you're going to have a pretty good chance for your, your maximum yield potential all over again. So corn, corn early in the growing season isn't really super susceptible to frost. And traditionally, we've always thought of beans as being a lot more susceptible to frost because of the reason that the growing point is out of the ground. So if the right. growing point gets killed, that plant's done. But what we've really learned is soybean actually has multiple growing points. So we reference those nodes. And so soybean has multiple places where it can put a new branch out, put a new stem out. And we've seen a lot of cases where things have gotten frosted and the soybean will actually put on two stems and it has two stems and additional branching. And when you have additional branching, those branches can also have nodes on them and you can get more pods at those nodes. So a lot of farmers know and understand that soybeans can take a little damage and actually, you know, in some cases it seems to increase the yield potential. Now there are, you know, if we get a heavy frost last year, we had beans that we planted March 7th. And we got a heavy, heavy frost at the end of April, a freeze, actually. I, I think the air temperature got down to 26, um, which will clearly kill a soybean. In that instance, we lost about a quarter of the plants that we had out there. So we had planted 140,000 plants. About 100,000 had, had come up because in those early season conditions, um, you're going to have some reduced, you know, you're going to lose some of them more than you would later in the year. Uh, and we lost about 25% of what had come up. So we're left with about 75,000 plants per acre. And that ended up yielding within a bushel of our highest yielding planting date for the entire year. So about 80,000 plants per acre. Yeah. Led to so, yield. Huh. 
So it's, you know, it's pretty amazing what soybeans can do. And really, we've also done some work the last couple of years where we've planted soybeans in March. We've gotten frost damage in April. And then we had a replant situation where we, we came in and we planted another strip beside that, which would be, you know, if farmers were wondering about replanting. And so we had an average of about that 75,000 range plants in the frost damage situation both years. And then in the replant situation, we had about 115, 120,000 plants. And we ended up being three to four bushels better in the early planting than the May, early May, typical traditional soybean planting time uh, replant situation. And so even at a lower stand, those plants that were in the ground earlier have a lot more potential. So I always tell growers, once the calendar turns into April, I mean, there, there's probably some extenuating circumstances, but basically if the soil conditions are good and, and amenable to planting, I don't really care about the forecast. You know, with corn, we worry about if it's going to be a cold rain in the next 48 hours. And I've really gotten comfortable with saying, I wouldn't worry too much about the forecast in soybeans. I'm not saying there's never an instance in which you might want to hold off, but that's, that's kind of where I've come to over what I've learned over the last few years. And the growers that I speak with that have really adopted early planting, they're very happy with the results and, and they agree with me. By and large, they agree with this, this concept. Great. So Jason, you've mentioned all the benefits of the soybean yield. The earlier you plant, you have the highest yield potential. I'm kind of curious. I'm assuming you've also planted corn at the same time. So you talked about that yield triangle where your maximum yield potential is early on. If farmers do plant soybeans instead of corn, are they going to miss out on some of that potential corn yield? Is it kind of like a give and take? Or have you noticed any trends with corn yield that may dovetail nicely with this early planting of soybeans? Yeah, that's a great question also, Preston. And that is what I say is the hidden benefit of planting soybeans early. We all get anxious to do something when we have a lot of work to do to get started. And farmers really want to get out there and plant. And what I tell farmers is, this is great because you can go start planting soybeans. Corn is much more sensitive to uh, weather conditions, the weather forecast after planting, soil conditions. So we planted corn and soybeans on the same dates over the past couple of years. And so we go very early with that, obviously. And what we see is a, kind of like a bell-shaped curve with corn for yield. So we hurt yield if we plant too early. There's a sweet spot which is probably last week of April to the middle of May, roughly, depending on where you're at, where corn, that's your best chance for yield. And then it really drops off if you plant too late. So soybeans, we see more of a, a plateau that drops off kind of regularly. So, you know, the best time to plant soybeans is early. The best time to plant corn is when conditions are perfect. So growers can go plant their soybeans, work on soybeans. If, if they don't get all their soybeans planted and it comes to the optimum time for planting corn, I would recommend planting corn and then finishing up the soybeans later. But the ability to plant the soybeans early really benefits the corn crop too in the long run, I believe. Interesting. No, that sounds like a win-win situation for farmers then um, to start with soybeans, that is. So is there a too early for soybean planting? You mentioned <laughs> April. Uh, can I, if once the snow melts and the end of February, I mean, can I 
sneak some soybeans out there. I, I think you're, I, th- I think you're mocking me now, but um, yeah, March uh, <laughs> I've been planting in March and I, and I don't recommend that for farmers because you know, there, there are some risks with planting in March, I believe, but I really, what it does for me is it gives me confidence to recommend that April planting pretty much any time in April. Now uh, we did go out a couple of years ago and we planted some soybeans in November wanted to see what would happen. You, you remember when we did that? Uh, just, I do, yeah. just, just for fun, because everybody knows that, you know, there's volunteer soybeans out there in a the cornfield. If you, if there's a spot where you lose some seed out of the combine or around the auger, when you're putting seed into the bend, you know, you go out there in the spring and there's soybeans growing. So I thought, well, if we get good conditions in November, I'll try planting them and we'll just see what happens. I wouldn't expect that to become a practice, but I just thought I'd be interested to know. And, uh, unfortunately uh, we didn't have a single one come out of the ground and I watched them pretty closely. I, I really attribute that to, it was, it was very warm in December, just like this past year. And I think probably those seeds started to swell up, maybe started to germinate underground and then they couldn't withstand that state through the freezing temperatures of winter. So I, I think that if they had, if it had been colder in December, we probably would have seen a few come out of the ground. To be clear, I'm not recommending that for anyone. <laughs> that makes me think we should develop a seed treatment that inhibits imbibing yeah. when they take up the water, you know, it's a certain time release seed treatment <laughs> so that farmers could start planting pre-winter. That'd be kind of cool. Well, Jason, I think that, you know, hopefully some of the farmers that listened to this podcast are going to consider maybe planting some of their soybeans early next year. Uh, I know it's probably a hassle, especially if you've got one planter to switch row units over from corn to beans, but maybe if you don't plant the whole farm, maybe a couple, couple pieces, plant some soybeans early and, and, you know, test on your own farm to, to validate some of Jason's claims here. But I think with our last, the last three or four years of doing this timing date trial, um, I think the results pretty much speak for themselves at this point. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, you mentioned changing the planter back and forth. There really are a significant amount of farmers that I talked to that just go ahead and finish soybeans before they even start corn now. So it's, you know, things are changing. This is not the way we operated 10, 15 years ago, definitely not 50 years ago, but farming changes. You know, most farmers were trying to drive straight with their own tractors, you know, 15 years ago too. And now um, auto steer has really changed things and enabled a lot of things. So we all know this industry evolves and it's exciting to be on the forefront of it. Well, that's great stuff, Jason. I think that's a good place to call it. So we're going to continue into our next podcast episode in two weeks where we're going to kind of turn the tables and talk about something that I've been interested in and something that I've worked on for the last five years, which is specifically our corn rootworm trade pipeline. We've got some new releases that are really exciting. So stay tuned and join us in the next episode for Smart Stacks Pro. 